Must have been a couple of dozen of these things. Well, I dropped the first wave with semi-auto fire, but they just kept coming. Sheer luck, most of them were in front of the truck, so I just popped it in the sixth wheel and ran them down. The ones that got on board, I handled with a combination of small arms fire and hand-to-hand -hand techniques. I am completely out of ammo. That's never happened to me before. Wait, you don't have a dad joke to start off? I don't. I, dude, I, I have not I got nothing to even joke about anymore. What do you bro? want from me, man? Uh, shit. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. You can always count on me. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, man? Oh, better. Stressed, but Stressed. better. Yeah, still yeah. look a little tired. Ugh. You'll be you're gonna have that tired look for about four or five. For more the rest months. of my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember last year when you said I looked tired? Yeah. Do I look dead because I feel dead? Remember four hundred <laughs> episodes when you said I look tired? Uh, You've said it every episode <laughs> since, Paul. <laughs> uh, so how you been, man? Ah, oh, good, dude. Um, Just getting keep, shit accomplished. Getting shit accomplished. Yeah, that's the, that's the goal. We were trying to get shit. We've got stuff happening at the house here too, and we just started getting stuff accomplished. So yeah. it it feels good. Yeah, I think my uh, light at that end of the tunnel is a little bit closer than yours. <laughs> yours is like that. Uh, those mirrors. It's closer than it appears. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, absolutely. But... <laughs> telling you, you we're writing a screenplay uh, for sure. Yeah. So. We're going to do a wild card today. Hell yeah. How crazy is that? I mean, before the wild card, I definitely want to talk some movies here. I went and saw a movie. I got my Regal card. I'll talk about that movie and I uh, a couple that made my list. Did you get to see anything during your wild and crazy two weeks? Yeah, I got one that's on my list and okay. one that I actually have to throw on the dog shit list. Oh, you got a dog shit list. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, oh, are you not going to talk about That's not part of your wild card. No. Okay, no. well, give us the dog shit. Yeah, well, yeah, one's on my list. The okay. dog shit yeah, is not. Yeah, keep the one on your list um, secret, but... 65 with Adam Driver. Yeah, it's weird. They gave basically no promotion for that fucking thing. They played the trailer, a couple of vague trailers every once in a while and everything. And my yeah. friends Sarah and Lindsay saw it, and I, and I asked them what they thought, and they're yeah. like, eh, that's all right. I, but, don't see it. No, I like, mean... Just don't even waste your time. It's really <laughs> not worth it, dude. Um, to be honest, I didn't even watch the whole thing. I watched the first 30 minutes, mm -hmm. 25 minutes, something like that, and I was... A couple of things happen, but it's just not enough to grab you, you know? Is it just slow or is it... Uh, it's slow and it's just kind of fucking boring, man. Yeah. Like No plot to speak of? How so, many people are in it? Is there a lot of people or is it just Adam Driver? It's two. Two people. Yeah, okay. I mean, so I'm, I'm just going to break it down and just give it to you, dude. Well, don't, like, spo you don't go spoil There's nothing to spoil. But, oh, I mean, then again, you dipped out so you don't know the ending. Th that's the thing. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, no, that's... I. What I did was is I finally got fed up with it enough and go... I'm not going to skip chapters. I'm just going to hit times 30 and I'm going to fast forward. And if <laughs> anything looks important, wow. I'm going to stop. So I, I did that and I would watch like one or two minutes of that scene and I'd go. Because okay. I like boring shit too. So this isn't that kind of boring yeah. though. Like, so it's 65 million years ago. Yeah. Um, and there is and a person there. Well, so on the other side of the universe, there's basically other human like people. Right. And it starts off Adam Driver and I guess his wife are on the beach with their kid and they give you five minutes of story breakdown. His he has to 
leave the planet to go on a two-year expedition, um, but he's getting paid like triple the price, and he's doing it because his daughter is sick and she needs treatment. Um, boom. Now we're off and running. Literally, that's... And yeah. next, next thing, he's in the ship, and they're going through, and they hit an uh, like a, um, an uncharted uh, meteor field. Crashes their ship onto Earth. There's dinosaurs there. Yeah. You know, so he thinks, oh, I must have went through a portal of some sort. No, or, he knows that, like, because there there was time travel involved. In no, it, or the, it was... the, I don't know how fast they were going. There was no time travel. Oh, okay. the, the whole s- story takes place sixty five million yeah. years ago. But at the beginning, what the was human he... race is on another planet sixty five million years <laughs> okay, ago. Okay, okay. They make their way to Earth because they're doing a long distance discovery. He gets hit by a meteor, gotcha. crashes his ship. The dinosaurs are on the earth. So he he's not an earthling, really. No. Yeah, so, he's he's an alien. Yeah. You know? Gotcha. Um makes sense. And one girl, there's like people that are in cryostatus on, you know, like alien type shit, you know? Um, I can't sell this script for you, Adam, if it's just you. Yeah. You better wake some motherfucker up. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> um and so as the ship is crashing, the people in cryostasis, you know, get dumped out of the ship and one of them survives and it's a little girl. Um, At that point, it's just the road, basically, with dinosaurs. They find, I guess so. So, and then they find that there is like an escape module, but it's like 15 miles away. So they have to like go through this jungle and there's dinosaurs. You're making it sound good, dude. Where's the bad shit come in? (laughs) I'm giving you the 37 minute version, right? Like... it's so drawn out yeah. and like I'll still give it a look because I like Adam Driver and I could just I could watch him do some shit but now my bar at least is lowered uh, a bit which and I won't pay for it I'll wait until it comes free to stream they give away the ending yeah. so well, early yeah. so I well that's all I'll say it, it, so early yeah. you know like it's just dog yeah, shit everyone's uh, yeah I'm, did I make any one made my dog shit list this week uh but it, it's like a sequel to the uh, to one that made my very good list. So I'll just name a couple of these off because they it, I don't have to talk about much. I'll talk a little bit uh, more in depth of the one I went and saw in the theater. But nothing made my fantastic list. I'm still the last one being the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover. So it's been a while. Uh, but what did gain my very good list? There's a 1986 movie called Heat. That's not the Heat we know. Uh-huh. It's a uh, Burt Reynolds movie. It was one of the uh-huh. later Burt Reynolds one where he's like a rent a cop type of thing, and he's a kind of a rent a muscle. Right before Cop and a Half. Uh, well, Cop and a Half was a lot later than ah, that. Okay. Uh, so it was like 10 years before Cop and a Half. I think Cop and a Half was like 92, 93 or something mm, like that. Okay. Speaking of which, I watched a canine. I didn't even put it on my list because it was kind of a rewatch. Yeah. And I only put my new ones on here. But uh, canine like, actually held up, man. It I almost, like that it, one better I, than Turner and Hooch. I, I think I like it better than Turner and Hooch, I, I, to be honest with you. I it's do. a little bit more edgier. I yeah. like the dog. I think it's good. And I like the other one, too. So Heat was fun. It made my very good list. If you're into Burt, later Burt Reynolds kind of... Uh, smack people uh, down and just kind of doing Burt Reynolds shit than you'd like Heat 1986. Huh. One that I did watch, and it was on Tubi, if you want to, guys want to check this out. This is technically is not a Tubi episode. That's why uh, I'm going to drop this episode on Friday. Uh, is Angel. Now, Angel is like a quadrilogy of 
films. Okay. And I used to see the cover all the time growing up. And I could tell that it was like a naughty movie even beforehand because ah. it was like a split screen on the VHS cover. And it was like this little schoolgirl all dressed prim and proper. Mm-hmm. And then the same girl on the other side dressed like a prostitute. Oh, wow. And, I, and that's basically what it was. She was a student and then she was a prostitute at night. And it showed the whole prostitute life and the interesting, like, uh, hanging out with this one trans guy and hanging out with this uh, it's in like New York so it's a magician that's on the street and there's another guy that's dressed like like a cowboy that just entertains people and everything and it's like this weird little life they formed together and it was a good movie because it was about a serial killer too do you remember the guy from Stripes that they gave shit to and they said they should have called you the dork uh, the, my friends call me the cruiser. Oh yeah, I, he was I think like so. he was like a serial killer in this movie. Oh wow! And so he was killing everybody, and uh, that tight group of like uh, throwaways there had to come together to uh, to catch the serial killer. It was good and was successful enough that it got a couple sequels. Mm-hmm. One of the sequels was one that made my dog shit list. It was called Avenging Angel, which is the second one, uh-huh. which had Betsy Russell from Private School in it. And I was like, well. They recast her, and let's see how this works. And I, I, I watched it, but I was like, oh, this is fucking garbage. Yeah. But Angel was good, man. If you're into the like kind of really gritty New York 70s, early 80s kind of prostitution serial killer type flicks, yeah. that's, a, that's a big genre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's really good. I liked it. Uh, another one that I watched was 1985's The Shore Thing. This seems like something that I definitely should have seen back in the mm. 80s. It's Rob Reiner. So, great director. That sounds familiar. I'm going to look at John up the Cusack is the main star of it, and it stars Daphne... I can never pronounce her last name. It's like Xenophied. It's the girl from Spaceballs. You know, Prince Vespa uh, yeah. from yeah, yeah, Spaceballs. Yeah. So, it's basically her, Anthony Edwards, and John Cusack, and they're all kind of rich and going to the schools together, and it's basically a romantic comedy between John I've Cusack seen and this. her. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I once a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, it was ago, good. I'm looking I, at like really some stills, in, and I'm like, yeah, that I recognize. You could that. tell that Rob Reiner was at the top of his game at the time. I mean, he already had done Stand by Me, and I, Rob Reiner never gets enough credit for a great as being a great director. I, he directed one of the greatest thrillers, in my opinion, of the '90s, being uh, Misery. So he'll always have cred for that. It's so crazy that he directed. He that. directed Misery, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, like that and is Stand just... By Me two Stephen King oh I didn't realize that either yep. yeah. oh wait isn't he and Spinal no, 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 no. Tap he did Spinal Tap people yeah. forget about some of the I, I pick stuff. him for comedies romantic yeah. comedies though you know Misery, but like though, Misery yeah. is just like so out of left field like it what is. but he also did uh, damn he's also famous for a couple of the movies and I'm not clicking on who it is uh, or what movies they were but I, lo- I love the short thing. Short thing was fun. It was kind of a road movie, and John Cusack played kind of a character you don't get to see him play uh, very often because uh-huh. I was used to him playing that hapless moron from like Better Off Dead or One Crazy Summer. Yeah, the scene there that, like I said, I was just looking at stills. It's them like riding in a VW bus, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and like that's what I remember, mm-hmm. you know. Um... They kind of can't stand each other, He's, uh, but he really likes her, and she doesn't want to like him, and then she ends up pretending not to like them and then yeah. they get jealous and then they end up together at the end. You yeah. know, it's that classic 80s trope, but it was it was good. Uh, the only other movies I had seen, uh, one out, uh, I've got another one that's on my list that I'm going to talk about, but let's talk about the one I saw in the theater. And I'll give her a spoil alert before I spoil anything uh, with it. 
because I know Justin don't give a fuck. Some <laughs> people really like it. Some people don't. That's mm-hmm. what I found. So um, the movie I'm talking about, I went to, I reinstated my Regal card because we're about to have a, a mega blast of great movies. Within mm-hmm. the next three weeks, we have uh, Indiana Jones, which I might have my ticket for, but I have to do something Friday morning now, so I might have to kick it to Monday. Uh, but that will definitely be watched in the theater uh, either Friday or Monday. And I'm going to uh, get my ticket for... Uh, Mission Impossible, which looks fucking crazy. I've got to watch the last crazy one, one again. The Fallout is so good. That's my favorite of all. Yeah, of them. well, the I remember one. it. The, and we saw it in the theater. With, didn't yeah, that's with Henry Cavill, right? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, we yeah. saw it in the theater with Dave. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I, or no, I think you guys went and saw it, and then I went and saw it afterwards. Oh, okay, okay. Or maybe you been. and I went and maybe. saw it. Maybe I, th- yeah. I thought I saw it twice in the theater. Yeah, so that might have been it. I think I saw it twice in the theater. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was fantastic. But I just I need to go back and refresh. You know, and I'm gonna go see Oppenheimer, and I'm gonna go see Barbie. I think Barbie is gonna be a fucking riot i, I oh, think, you it's, think? I, oh i think it's gonna be a riot dude Fun. i think everyone's gonna be talking about that oppenheimer movie. looks super oh, interesting it now is. it looks slow as fuck yeah. but it, even people I, are saying that they're leaving the movie and it's like a horror movie well i, I saw <laughs> um who's the director of it christopher nolan yeah i saw him talking about like or i read him talking about the reactions and yeah. just saying that like some people just left like completely yeah. speechless and depressed yeah. you know something people don't know about and people should know about yeah so <laughs> it'll definitely be yeah, I, uh, revealed. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But so my, I so I reinstated my card and I went to see The Flash. Uh, just for Please the ruin fact, this for me because I am not <laughs> going to see it. Well, I, I can say some things without being spoilery. And when it comes time for me to be spoilery, I'll, I'll give a notice for the listeners who, who may uh, want to still see it or haven't seen it yet. Uh, I was all in because I was robbed of seeing 89 Batman in the theater because I was going to the Christian school at the time and it really sucked ass. And I, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And I watch it all the time. I'm, I must. I think I watch 89 Batman like three times a year. That's awesome. It, it's, it's really, it's an important movie to me. And I love Michael Keaton. I, I almost cried and I got uh, goosebumps when they played the first Flash trailer and they cut to the Tim Burton music. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And I will, you will not hear me knock a single scene that Michael Keaton was in yeah. in this movie. Yeah. He was great. And it's the only reason it didn't make my dog shit list and it made my decent list and i think people should see it mm-hmm. just he was only in it for a half hour but that half hour he was so good man. and that's the thing man and and i'm just gonna stand on this line or whatever and i know, you what, know. what your line is and what you're gonna tell me and i just i ezra miller you would hate this movie and the thing is is because i really liked him in the yep, in the last one that he was in you know the justice league one that, that he was in yeah like i couldn't wait for this movie to come out a, and then him as a person yeah turned me off and it's so hard not to want to go and see this because I want to support Michael Keaton because like oh, sure. just like you I, I'm, I'm sorry I did get to see him yeah. in, in the theater Bastard. I'm sorry <laughs> you know? I know um, uh, you know and I really like you said when you, you know you, the goosebumps the tears in oh, the yeah, eyes yeah, yeah. I'm a super nostalgic yep. person, so it's actually really fucking difficult for me to say, well, I don't want to see this movie. It's disappointing, you know? for sure, because Ezra Miller is annoying, Oh yeah, and, and he's in every scene. You yeah. can tell why they didn't redo it and yeah. recast. He's in every scene, and sometimes there's two of them, and it's the worst. Yeah. When it's two of them, it, one, is, one is already annoying, and the other one is like a 19-year-old version of him, which uh-huh. is... He, he ramped it up so you can't stand him in this movie. Yeah. Like, you want him to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I hope uh, he fucking does. <laughs> well, it, the it, flash, it ruined the movie. The Flash. The, the other bad part of the movie that, that is not spoilery that will ruin it for a huge, and it has for a huge chunk. If you go online and go to message boards, mm-hmm. the CGI is 
horrible. Really? God awful. Like, that, are they going for something here? It looked like the, uh, you know, in the old Ally McBeal when they used to animate that uh, that dancing baby and that dancing baby yeah, meme yeah, was yeah. everywhere and it looked yeah. blocky and everything? Yeah. It's serious. That's what, that's the CGI. Jesus, And there's, a, there's an opening scene uh, with babies. Some explosion happens in a building and it's in a maternity ward and the babies fall out the window. And you see... 12 babies falling and everything and they're just giggling and laughing and they have the the worst CGI. They look so fake and I'm like almost looking around like are we watching an unfinished product here? And no, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just on that subject I'm curious to know and maybe you do maybe you don't like I remember there was something with Top Gun something to do with the CGI in, in Top Gun um, or no, no, the Mission Impossible one. Yeah, um, I was like, Top Gun didn't have it. Much yeah, CGI. yeah, some no, the the Mission Impossible, the upcoming one, yeah. the one that's coming out soon. There was some kind of you had told me about some kind of like different format that they were worried about coming out on DVD and it not looking as good. Oh, that's the motion. Yeah, that's not this for sure. Okay, I was just but wondering if maybe they're mo- trying to use that. That's something. That's a something people have on their uh, their brand new TVs that you have to turn off. And sometimes it's preloaded on there. Okay. Th- that it looks like if you're seeing your CGI look like they're gliding across the screen, it's because you have that motion capture or yeah. something on and you have to go through your TV and turn it off. I got and, you. Uh, and it's exactly that's what it was because... Uh, Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie came out with a video mm-hmm. telling people you need to turn that off in your TV because it's going to screw up all these CGI everyone's doing. That's crazy. Right now. But yeah. this was in the theater, so there was no excuse for this. This is this is how it looked. And I it tried stupid. DC, and the, I mean the script was horrible here. Was it uh, too? And all right, I'm going to be a little spoilery for the next uh, two minutes if anyone jumps forward. Uh, if you don't want to hear anything about the Flash, and it. It's still, it's not going to be spoiler enough where you're not going to want to watch uh, the movie if, if you're that dedicated anyways. But here we go for like two minutes. So the problem with the script is it it's it's uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, almost exact. He wants to, apparently his his mom was killed in the past, so he wants to go to the past. Uh, and when he when he tries to do it, he, it everything gets rippled and goes out of uh, whack. Mm-hmm. Uh, it his his mom gets someone comes into the house and kills his mom while his dad Ron Livingston from Office Space is at the convenience store mm-hmm. and they convict uh, Ron Livingston uh, for doing it even oh, though wow. he, even though he's the wrong guy for it and everything yeah. and so he thinks he's gonna go back and he's gonna fix it but when he goes back he realizes I went to a different uh, kind of plane and I'm at the Michael Keaton plane right now uh, and everything okay. so the, the whole goal is to uh, to, so to yes. write that wrong yeah. and eventually he does write that wrong but they never tell us who killed the mom. I was like, so who killed the mom? The fuck, I was like, man. come on, dude. Yeah. He's like, this is some big mystery of somebody that snuck into your house, yeah. slaughtered your mom, and dipped out the back, yeah. and you went back to fix it, but you don't tell us who yeah. actually killed you your mom. You couldn't have gone back an extra and, five minutes? And it's a serious plot fucking uh, thing. Yeah. But other than that, we're seeing cameos. They, they threw them all in, and we have to see him bad CGI. At some point, you see at the end when he's he's going through the time periods, he's seeing the entire multiverse in front of him, mm-hmm. and he's sees Christopher Reeve standing next to oh, Helen Slater. Oh, wow. Uh, not only that, and this was so stupid, he sees Nicolas Cage 
in the Superman suit that you that uh, remember really? remember the yeah, test the footage they room. had yeah. in the hotel. Yeah, they have Nicolas Cage standing right there as one of the Supermans and everything. I was like, did they just take a thing from a a test a shot hotel room? A hotel yeah. shoot that somebody yeah. made and everything? And uh, then you're seeing all you're seeing all the uh, different uh, Supermans and everything like that. It was goofy because the CGI was bad. It was yeah. horrible. I know they could do good CGI. Eventually, when he gets back and everything, and uh, you think he's... And this kind of rubbed me the wrong way, not the the big reveal here at the end, because it was one little key thing they showed at the end that everyone laughed at, tried mm-hmm. to put everything out. So he gets back, and he, he get, father gets freed. We don't find out who the fuck killed him and everything. And outside the courthouse, Bruce Wayne shows up, uh, and you think it's going to be Michael Keaton, you know, from that world coming, oh, yeah. coming through and everything. And he walks up, and it's George fucking Clooney. Uh uh, Bruce Wayne and uh, uh, Ezra Milda looks at him and he says who the fuck are you and it ends like that and I was like wow that really rubs me the wrong way that they dropped an F-bomb yeah. in a fucking kids movie yeah. as their final line that's crazy who the fuck is this guy and then I, basically, I, I will say I, I left that. I didn't even stay for post credits I yeah. didn't even look him up that's yeah. that's how bad it is I didn't even look up what they were yeah. uh, I will say I like I, I like that they did that yeah you it was one I mean? little thing because they, you, you did think they were going to bring you Keaton they were like, oh, yeah. he's going to find out that Keaton's in this world. Yeah. Uh, and no, it's Clooney, which yeah. I'm not, are they going to work Clooney in it in future ones? Oh, because Clooney's shot on that franchise more than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, so. All right. So that's the the movie roundup for the week, though. But I am excited to see Indiana Jones. I'll, I'll when I see it, I'll text you like a thumbs up. Yeah. Or a, yeah, because that or I do want to see. Yeah, for that sure, you definitely you know. should see. You know what? Hang on. Before, what well, you know what? Never mind. I. I I just fixed my own problem. You just fixed your shit. I've been sitting here this whole time with only three movies on my four wild card. Oh, I like it. And I've been thinking like, what the hell can I talk about? And I wanted to talk to you about something, and that's going to be my first one. Boom. Well, let's go. Let's get into it. Let's, we're going to do wild card, so I don't know any of the movies Justin's picking. Uh, Justin knows one movie I'm going to talk about, uh, but other than that, he is in the dark also. So let's start with you. So you can decide whether there's any spoilers with this one or not. Okay. Avatar 2. Okay. I because I heard you saw it, That's and right. I, I I hate to tell you I told you so, <laughs> but I heard that you said that like you can totally see how you know in 3D in the movie theater yeah. that it was amazing. Well, you know that would have been the only thing to save it. I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. It moved from my decent to my dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just because of how much I enjoyed the first one, and, yeah. and to me it was a drop off. So I don't know how you want to do this one because I just want to sit here and shit on. No, the no, no. And that's. I mean, and that's okay. I just, you know, I wanted to make it a topic of discussion. Yeah, we can, anyways, we can, we can definitely you know? talk about it um, and everything. And obviously, they did great stuff with the the way it looked and the colors and the and yeah. the, that part of stuff with it. But talk about a slog too, and and the plot really hurt for me and the lack of human characters really fucking hurt for me. I man. did not Ugh. care for the... I couldn't tell who the fuck anyone was. Oh, really? I could not tell who... I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this girl? I yeah. said, they don't make him different enough other than the like little human savage kid they got in there. I could well, tell who he was. And, and uh, maybe hated, one or two of the other ones. I hated his character. I yeah, it was, it was... It was it was stupid, and this other woman who's here because someone uh, someone might have fucked Sigourney Weaver's avatar. We're not sure how that happens That's or weird not. Too. Yeah, uh, and that was a weird character, and it was weird that they had Sigourney Dean doing the voice in like a little kids type voice. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck did they do here, man? Yeah, uh, and I think that was just a little extra. Maybe you'll you'll. So it's, I, it's their way of keeping Sigourney part of uh, James Cameron's world, basically. Yeah, I'm sure she's got the, contracts. The story is what 
it hurt it the most. Sam Worthington cannot hold a fucking movie worth a damn, first of all. I, I like that they had Stephen Lang in here, but Stephen Lang couldn't even... I would have... They should have been human. I, I work, work it into your script, I agree. and they could have been human. I agree. You I would have. It would have been on my decent list, almost to my very good list, if those characters were human. The the problem was is that he he died in the first. Yeah, one, I you get know, it. and so working another character, working his angry brother coming back, and he's pissed off, and uh, Mickey Rourke can come in and and, and be a badass, sure, or something. You know, I would have been completely that fine with been that. Dope, because um, essentially what you're watching is an animated film. Yeah, you're, you're watching an animated film. Yeah, and if I'm going to watch an animated film, it's going to be Incredibles. Sorry, so, yeah, <laughs> I almost got that to watch because I've never seen it, oh, and I was going to throw it on. One of the best fucking animated I, films you've I ever seen. I just didn't have time. Yeah. It was literally in next, my next wild card. Yeah. You gotta have to have it. Um, that's a great fucking movie. I was just thinking of a scene from that. There's a scene from that where Holly Hunter's character as the mom is going down in an airplane. Yeah, one of the most exciting uh, like action sequences you've seen in the last ten years. Huh. Really, really. Yeah. Good. No, I, I I almost got that. Second one. one was good, but. Not as good as the first one. Oh. So, um, yeah, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Also, how fucked up was the whaling scene? Yeah, the whaling scene. You know, the, the problem is, is once they got to that world of people and everything, I almost felt like I checked out a little bit. It, it really made me, it's it's reminiscent to Dune in a lot of ways. Yeah. It, it's, it's almost like that because they're going to s- spend time with the other tribes, mm. you know, and they're obviously, and, and there was a lot of tropes that I've just seen so many times. Oh, this tribe's not getting along with this tribe. Oh, yeah. until he does something really uh, brave. Yeah. Oh, and they'll accept him now. Yeah, now they're best <laughs> I was friends. Like, who the fuck wrote this yeah, thing? Yeah, James Cameron. I, I know, but he's better than that. Well, we know, we all know he's better than that. Yeah. We've seen Terminator. We've seen Aliens. We've, we've seen next level thinking with his shit. And I think in his mind he's like i'm gonna blow their minds with the visuals that they yeah. are not gonna care yeah so much so that he comes out cocky like, ah, go to the bathroom you know you're gonna see this 12 times anyways motherfucker yeah, yeah. and to, to the point where i will not see the sequels so, I, I won't see him I, well what i was gonna say is, i'll see james cameron's other stuff oh. i'm gonna talk about it. it weird enough i have a james cameron movie on my list oh cool i'll do it next uh, um so I, I was going to say, though, because I figured that, like, you're out on the series after yeah, that, yeah. you know, and I get it. And 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 I haven't had any desire to really watch it at home either. Yeah, because the 3D theater experience. I bet. Yeah, I bet it shows through because I, like I had texted you afterwards. Boring. I completely get why you would enjoy it in the theater, yeah. because it's obviously it's the panache. It's going to be that's boring. Going on. I, I bet you were bored out of your fucking I mind. I was bored out of my mind. Yeah. And it relies a lot on the story when you're not getting exactly. those visuals. Yeah. The story is not good. It's so, not good. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you what it was. The, the, the guys from the first ones are pissed at the other guys and they're going to take them out. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you know, I you mean, need other tribes to be able to do it. I mean, you, you think I'm simplifying that. By really no, that's not. what it is. That's what, I mean, so the next one is going to be, they're going to go to like some fire land. That's yeah, it. Because it was way of water. The next one's going to be way of fire. So I guess they're going to. Is that probably, what it is? For yeah. Sure? So they're yeah. going to go to probably like volcanoes, I would imagine, you know. Make the other people completely. Oh, man. Yeah. I just can't tell. So a couple of theories um, that I want to throw out there because, you know, like just as a topic of uh, a a subject of conversation with the movies, the Sigourney Weaver character is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that, you know, obviously, obviously they're going someplace with it. She's obviously going to be the tree incarnate. 
You know what I mean? She's going to be the planet incarnate. Oh, good. That, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my obvious thing, you yeah. know? Because she is kind of like seven, you know, from uh, Stranger Things where she's seeing shit, she's feeling stuff, yeah, she's, she's experiencing gonna, stuff. She's going to be their Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the, I, I, no, I get it. She's going to be their Jesus, yeah. right? She's going to bridge the gap The fact between, that we can predict what he's going to do in the next th- three or she'll four She'll probably of them die. Is, 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 it speaks volumes because it's, you're probably 100% accurate on yeah. that. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> and neither of us have read. And a there's still four no, more no. movies yeah, to yeah. go. You oh, know, God, man. Um, he's, he's got to go all in now. And yeah, and probably that uh, human kid with the yep. his little crush on the Avatar girl. You know what I mean? They'll probably get together, have some kind of a mixed baby. <laughs> you know, I love how easy he went to yeah. Stephen Lang's character to yeah. be. Oh yeah, I'm so uh, looking to kind of bond with my real dad. Yeah, Where, are you? And then. <laughs> He'll get killed. You know what I mean? Like, so it's very predictable, but I still suggest when the next one comes out, just go see it in the fucking theater. Because the thing is, is you're missing out on the best part of it. Yeah. Like, but the problem is, is they will eventually do that type of stuff with a good movie. Oh yeah. And yeah. And and if it is the next Avatar, I'll wait until hear the reviews yeah. before I do it. But regardless of Avatar, we'll see that in a better movie, whatever it is. Or yeah, and I, or, you know, fuck, if you still have your regal card and they release it again. Just, oh, I'm definitely not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna take that chance. Because so I know a, I hate it so already. So it's once upon a time in Hollywood for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't do that. I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> I feel you. But uh Speaking of which, did you, uh, well, uh, just to go to a little movie news here, did you hear they think they found the uh, the body of Julian Sands? No, I saw that they yeah. had started the rescue up like earlier this week. No, they, they think they found his. Uh, uh, I mean, that's sad. They're going to confirm I'm, it, but it's exactly right where they said he was, uh, uh, he was lost. So. That's sad, but I'm glad that yeah. like they oh, yeah. can go Clover, ahead and find closure, closure sure. on that, For you sure. know, because it's been 80 uh, days, yeah. dude. It's been a while, Whoa. so. Heartfelt to him because I do like Julian Sands. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, on the good news though, did you see the uh, the the picture for uh, they star Mortal Kombat two and they sent the picture of them all having dinner together? Man, oh man! Oh they no! Carl Urban's playing Johnny Cage. Oh, that's dope! And oh man, it's gonna be awesome. I, I really enjoyed that other one. The, the oh, me too. One. Yeah, yeah, I, I, bought I was it. surprised. Yeah, yeah I, I, I it. liked it. All right, like I said, I'm going to go to another James Cameron movie, and this will go into a couple topics here that we want to talk about that's going on in the news lately. After this whole thing with the submersible mm. uh, that got imploded down there, I most some people would be like, oh, you went and watched Titanic? No, I went and watched <laughs> The Abyss. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I would like to talk a little bit about The Abyss, because we, we used, it seems like it's something we used to talk about at the beginning of the pod, and we yeah. haven't talked about The Abyss in so long, man. And that's the and, one... Uh, with Ed Harris and yeah. uh, Mary... Uh, Stewart, it's not Mary uh, Elizabeth Monster Antonio. I always want to say Mary Stewart Masterson, but that's the girl from Fried Green Tomatoes. I always confuse and Benny and June. I always get I always forget those two. The Abyss and Leviathan, even though they're like yeah, different, they're, definitely I, different. They came out around the same I've time, and they're both underwater. Friggin' love. I love the abyss. The abyss is so yeah, great. The it's music really is great. Good. It's yeah. it's James Cameron at the top of his game. It it's that whole kind of disaster rescue element that also sprinkled in with the alien element that yeah. was, that's done really, really well. And there's some key, like, awesome film, uh, exciting stuff in there that I just, I look forward to watch every single time. Mm-hmm. There's, just to mention some key scenes, because I think most people have seen The Abyss. You're, you're a fan of the uh, oh, yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a 
Great thing. So what happens is a Russian sub filled with nukes goes down in the deepest part of the ocean, and they basically, almost Armageddon style, have to go find this this uh, these oil rig guys that are under the water already. Right. And they uh, they need to send the Navy SEALs down to them with a couple uh, kind of higher ups, and then they are going to uh, go for a rescue mission, and uh, basically they kind of hire these guys at triple time to kind of take over their boat and everything. Yeah. And they're not, none of them are happy about it until they find out they have triple pay and everything. Yeah. And Ed Harris plays the kind of leader of the group and uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Monster Antonio is is the uh, the higher up on the outside that has to come in but actually turns out to be Ed Harris's ex-wife. Yeah. So there's some friction there I and some good dialogue that. there yeah. and everything. And he still wears the wedding ring and everything. It's a great scene at the beginning that I pointed out to my wife. He gets super pissed when she gets on board, and they have a screaming fight, and he goes in the toilet, and he takes his wedding ring off, he throws in the toilet, and he walks out, then he immediately walks back in. He looks at the toilet, he reaches in, he grabs it out of the blue, I guess they had some weird blue liquid like the airplanes do. He pulls it out, he puts it on his finger, and his left hand is blue through the rest of the movie. Really? First of all, it's a a great kind of That's funny, I don't think I ever noticed that. That one finger in his hand, it must have been a nightmare to make sure that the continuity for that to the whole thing. But there's a great scene where um, an explosion happens and uh, well there's a hurricane happening above them and they are connected by like an umbilical like a lifeline type of thing yeah but the Navy SEALs have their own kind of mission going on down there and it's being uh, headed out by Michael Behan Mm -hmm. who's awesome in this fucking movie it's one of my favorite Michael Behan roles so they go after the warheads while they need to they need to use the rig that they went after the warheads do to unhook the uh the umbilical yeah. from the hurricane so they don't get pulled in uh, uh, to, I don't know, to their death, basically. Right. So they get back just in time and they they cut the cord, but it was too late. The crane goes down above them and falls straight down, man. Yeah. And it makes for some of the best action sequence because it almost gets thrown. Their rig that they're on almost gets thrown in the abyss and they the different compartments start filling up with water. Aren't they in and, like the Mariana Trench? Um, maybe I'm not sure where they are. They don't. They're kind of ambiguous where it is. I watched uh. it. There's a great documentary about it where it shows that they were actually filmed underwater. Very dangerous. Several people almost died on the movie, including Ed Harris. I'm sure. And he talks about it in the documentary. He's not fucking happy about it either. Yeah. It is another great scene. Uh, so, anyways, they they end up uh, the. The rig starts filling up with water, and they start closing the doors. And there's one point where you see three people drowned. And oh, Ed Harris is trying to save me. He can't do it. He's telling him to cut the wire of the motor. He can't open the door. Mm-hmm. And Ed Harris realizes he's going to see the same fate. And he runs across the room, and the door closes, and he sticks his hand in there, and it gets stuck on his ring. Oh, and he gets, wow. he's able to shout at the guys to come in there, and they cut the motor, and they pull him out, and he kisses the ring. And you're like, oh, that's such a great buildup for that yeah. scene earlier. But there's a great scene later on. A lot happens in the movie and everything. It's it's like a two-hour... The director's cut's like two hours and 45 minutes. Oh, wow. But one of the best scenes of the whole movie is where him and uh, Ed Harris and Mary Elizabeth... Um, Oscar Antonio. That's such a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they get trapped together. And Ed Harris, they have to decide. They're running out of air. That's right. And yeah. the rig is about 100 yards away, and they have to swim it. And only one of them can have air because they have the suit and the, the air going through it. Yeah. And the other one has to drag the other's body. So they had make the decision that they're going to let her die. Yeah. They're going to let her drown. Yeah. And Ed Harris is going to pull her in there and try to revive her when they get back. It's so crazy. And it's such an intense scene. And he is screaming, and he gets in there, and he's like, yeah, he I'm on the, the way. Yeah, he beat the shit out of her. Get 
everything here and everything. Yeah. And they get him in and they use the paddles on her. And yeah. they she's flatlined. They're, the rest of them are going to let her go. And he, he freaks out and he punches her in the chest. You've yeah. never fought to, uh, for anything or given up on anything in your life. You better fight. And he slaps her. And all of a sudden, man, it's like all fucking weepy from this scene. Yeah. It's so great. There's a behind the scenes on that scene mm-hmm. where they go through one of the big fucking scenes and she's naked on the ground. They're punching her. They're paddling her and everything. Yeah. And uh, uh, one of the camera operators says, yeah, we didn't have any film on the camera. And no. uh, Mary Elizabeth, uh Antonio flipped the fuck out. They all did, but she walked off the set. She I covered her shirt bet. off and she yeah. said, we are not animals. We are working our ass off and getting to wow. emotions that we can't get. This is bullshit. She walked off the set. They had to actually do a write-up and get the producers involved wow. and get her back and everything. But oh my God, man, it's such an intense scene. That's the, crazy. Of all the scenes in the movie that yeah, you guys that did you not got get. got a nail because he's uh, physically hitting her. Yeah. I, mean, like, I mean, it's 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 crazy. Yeah. So, man, it's such a fantastic yeah. movie. Also, the alien element is pretty fucking it, cool. It, it was new school too. I mean, it yeah. was that and then they, they got real good at it and they did it in T2 yeah. right afterwards mm-hmm. so it, it really changed the CGI game I also really liked where they made the suits like breathable yeah well you know? the liquid and they, yeah the liquid yeah and yeah. they put the little mouse yeah. in there at first yep. I, I remember like I think they did that. I think in the documentary, I think they did that in the movie. Oh, wow. I think it was a test rat that they were going to, uh, and they've done it several times, and it technically doesn't I've heard that it's real. Yeah. I don't, they wouldn't be able to do it now. I mean, no, there's no reason to do it now. You'd CGI. Yeah, all it's like shit. super highly oxygenated yeah. liquid, you know? Like, I've heard that that's real, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's fucking Well, there's crazy. a scene where he, one of the scenes where he is swimming without his regulator, and Ed Harris talks about this in the documentary, that... Uh, the guys with the suits are just like right off camera. If you're yeah. needed, you do this kind of like a, a, a slashing at your throat kind yeah. of sign. And then they come through and they give you a regulator. Someone came in and gave him the regulator upside down oh. and it shot shit into his lungs and they had to pull Jesus him out and Christ. he almost died. It, Fuck, was, it was crazy. So it's, and they had to build this tank and they put like black marbles on the top. So you couldn't, the sun couldn't get in and they were just down there yeah. and they were like, they showed the the documentary is fabulous. The documentary should be a movie in itself because it's it's one of my favorite documentaries. So if you get the that documentary might actually even be on the DVD because they've never made a Blu-ray for it. Hmm. They've never made a Blu-ray for the Abyss. It's it's a it's one of the weirdest things in the world. It's just since we've just gone off this James Cameron tangent <laughs> and we're talking about death stories involving him, he must have some shit that goes on in his fucking sets. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever hear the story about when him and Bill Paxton? had clam chowder on the set of Titanic. No. Somebody spiked the fucking clam chowder with PCP. What? He said there was 150 people that were in the hospital. I saw a video of Bill Paxton telling the story. And he said that, like, he didn't normally eat on the food truck, but uh, James Cameron came up to him. He kept calling him Jim. Yeah. You know, and uh, he said, come on, we're, you know, we'll talk some ideas. We'll have some clam chowder, da, 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 da. So they did. He had two bowls of it. They went back to his trailer and somebody came, knocked on uh, Bill Paxton's door and asked him if he was feeling okay. Yeah. And he said, yeah, why? He said, did you have any other clam chowder? And he said, right when they asked him, he started looking around and people were just like acting very fucking strange. <laughs> and he started That's noticing cool. like effects of whatever they had given him. I would have been fucked up. Dude. Yeah. So but somebody spiked. Clam chowder is my trigger and I would have had two bowls. Absolutely. He did. <laughs> he had two bowls. And uh, eventually they said everybody had to go to the hospital. The hospital was overwhelmed. And he told. pumps everywhere. He told Jim's, uh, James Cameron, he said, you know what? 
I'm just going to go home. And he said he got a case of beer, went and drank the case of beer, went to sleep, and woke up fine the next day. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess if you're used to like some hallucinogenics or just like, I mean, some, uh, PCP getting really is, fucked up. It's next level, I'm, I'm sure. I've never fucked with it, but, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to either. Uh, yeah, so the abyss, man. And that's where I kind of went into it with that submersible and everything. Don't, don't go to depths you shouldn't be going to with things that are run by a PlayStation remote uh, controller. Yeah. The fuck, dude. Fuck, dude. Couldn't even use an upgraded Logitech, like, $40 one? Nah. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Um, well, we'll talk about... We'll go from the kids' controller to a group of kids. We're going to go Shazam 2. Oh, nice. You finally watched it. I watched it, yeah. Good. I've been hoping to talk about that one cringeworthy scene at the end, and I'm sure you there know There was a bunch of them. But there's one really bad one. You might have to remind me, but... All I have to say is one word. Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. Okay. Now, now, now. I, I, it didn't ruin it for me. It was, but it was a little. It ugh. was definitely that. But yeah. the reason is, is because Lily loves unicorns. Yeah, I get it. So when I heard there was a unicorn in the movie, I was like, oh, damn, maybe I can let her watch this scene. And then it was the most evil, dark looking <laughs> unicorns you've ever seen in your entire life. Uh, but I saw that coming from yeah. a mile away. And I just, I loved it when the little girl goes, taste the <laughs> you know? I, it did, like I said, it yeah. didn't ruin it for me. That was one, and usually I cannot stand it was corny too much too much comedy in my superhero movies. Yeah. But that's what this was supposed to be from the get go. Mm-hmm. That's why I had no problem yep. with sh- with the uh, people if, if they come up and say, "Well, you didn't like Thor and Love and Thunder." Yeah, go watch Thor, dude, yeah. and, and tell me that yeah. that level of comedy should have been anywhere right. near that yeah. movie. Uh, because Shazam, it's always been the same thing. I think those pair completely together. If you would have watched one and two right afterwards, oh, yeah. you're gonna have a great weekend. Yeah. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. So yeah, let, it, it was really good. Let's talk about it. Um, so I, you know, so all of, well, I guess if you haven't seen Shazam 1, you shouldn't listen to the Shazam 2. <laughs> um, so spoiler alert. <laughs> There's going to be some spoilers yeah. here too. But um, uh, yeah, I so, mean, we're dealing with Billy Bats, obviously. Right. But after one finished, all of the kids yeah. had which, the power. Which I love because some of my favorite stuff in that first one was getting to see those kids yeah. as adults and, and still acting kind of not overly silly, but also being like the idea that they're all great looking, yeah. you know, when they're adults and they're kind of having to deal with that. But it's not a major thing for them because they're so young. Yeah. You know, if they were all like 18 or 19, I think they would have leaned harder into the fact that, damn, we all look like fucking supermodels now yeah. and everything. And it would have been something different. So what it could have been done totally different. I love that it's still family friendly. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. it might be PG-13, but it's still family friendly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Lucy Lou was uh, she was all right, you know. Um, who was the other? Hel- was it Helen, Helen Mirren? Yeah, yep. she, she was good. Was, she I, was I good. liked her, and there was a third person yeah, on there, and she was good. Up. It's uh, uh, Rachel Zegler. I love Zachary Quinto, man. I just think he's hilarious. I just think he that that oh. mugging he does to the cameras and everything he does. I yeah. just think it's funny, and sometimes it doesn't work, you know. Because I mean, that was I mean, shit. That's Ezra Miller's thing too. And it when you see him do it, you're like grossed out and yeah. fucking tur- uh, turned yeah. off by it. Where when Zachary Quinto does it, you're like, oh, I can hang with this dude. This guy's just fucking fun. He's just funny. We're all about yeah. family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh, we're supposed right? to come out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, we can go into plot a little bit if you oh, just, want. You can tell us about stuff you like. What? Why don't you go into some? I mean, and you could describe plot for sure. Sure. I, well, I mean, so basically the three sisters, three daughters of Atlas are the, you know, what are the protagonist, antagonist? I forget which one. 
They're the uh, bad. They're the bad people. They are the antagonists. Um, okay. Yeah. One or the other. I don't remember. But <laughs> um, you know, and so I thought their storyline was pretty cool. That like they were oh, yeah. the daughters of Atlas and the ability that the, the what the hell was that? Whoa. You see that? Yeah, that was from a how, plane. How close to that plane was that? I've never seen that before. We had a plane go over us, and it just made the entire fucking room go. I black thought for the a power went out for a second. Yeah, but that's it's super strange. Daylight. We out. hear later on that that went down someplace, and the fucking uh, Noonan's Lake will will keep you posted. Yeah, that was crazy. That's, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say the. Uh, I like the idea that they could take the powers away yeah. from them. Yeah. That really brought the stakes up super high too. We're to the point where I was like, ah, oh, they got to get these kids their powers back. I love the fact that they were systematically doing that to them. Yeah. Absolutely. And it allowed you to see the kids more often because I mean, really in a superhero movie, especially in the sequel, you probably would normally would see less of those kid actors in there. Right. And I love the kid from it. I think the kid with the crutches. Oh yeah. Uh, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's I thought great. he was great in it and I love him in this. Yeah. His char- he, he plays the character really well. It, what's great is the relationship that he will have with Billy when they're together where it's Zachary Quinto and that yeah, kid actor. Absolutely. Together are really good. Yeah. Together. They really did a great job of that yeah. in the first one. Um, Let's see. Favorite parts. Um, oh, so I loved how much um, I always fuck up his name. Oh, I know who you're talking about already. Yeah, Jimon Hanzu. Yeah, Hanzu. Yeah. That's very good. Um, all right. Uh, he's great, and we should all know more about him because obviously he's been in so many big franchises. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, at this point. I remember him way back in, uh, I think Amistad might have been the first yeah, thing I saw him. Yeah, the first thing Or Stargate. In. I think he was in Stargate also. I think that's he was one of the guys that Interesting. became guards. Became one of the guards. Well, I know he was like nominated for an Oscar in Amistad. Amistad for sure. Yeah. Uh, Blood Diamond. I loved him in oh, Blood Diamond. Right. Yeah. And then he kind of got uh, famous all over again for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. That first Guardians of the Galaxy, he kind of came on the scene because he was on that planet that uh, Star-Lord was on. That's right. And dancing yeah. around and he came up and attacked him. It was good. Um, but he's great. I love him. He's just the guy in the back of the car looking all <laughs> old and shit. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was um, funny. You're I, either going to buy into this movie as being funny or not. If you didn't see or like the first one. Yeah, you're not going to like this one. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't, you know, don't fucking waste the, your the time. The first one, in my opinion, was a, was an A minus. This one was a B plus. I, and yeah, I, I think that works. I think it's uh, the first one is this one's not as good as the first one because obviously it's it's the second one. I mean, yeah. very rarely does that happen. I really liked the dragon. Love the dragon. I thought that that was Love a really cool dragon, concept. Really um, you know, and I liked how they like I liked their uh, secret lair. You know, oh, their, too, their base. Um, I need to rewatch this. I, I really enjoyed the first watch of it, and I need to watch it a second time. But it's I'm I think it's already on sale at Redbox for like three ninety nine. Uh, I think it's own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved the uh, like the cave of doorways and how the one that's right. The, the one, one guy was like going into each one and putting like post-it notes. And if it was safe, it said safe. If it was wasn't, it said keep out. And, yeah. you know, and he was they trying just to map thought that stuff. Of the, they, they put a lot of thought into the screenplay, which I really appreciated with it. Yeah. That I don't think a lot of people gave it a lot of love. I, I feel like it was it. Was it a pandemic movie? Is that when it originally came out? or uh, The first one? Uh, no, the second one. Because this second one, it was somewhat during the pandemic when it came out. Because it just came out. It came out this year. Like, it was it just 2023? Co- yeah, it just came out a couple Damn, of months man, ago. These suckers are coming out quick then. I, I feel like it came and left and no one did a whole lot of talking March about it. March 17th. Yeah, no one yeah. talked a lot about it. And it, it's a shame because I, I think it deserves way more love than a well, lot of honestly, these superhero the fact movies. That, honestly, to me, like as far as a DC standpoint, I, I think it's 
probably better that nobody said anything about it rather than just trashing the shit out of it like most of the other DC movies get. It's you true. Know? And like I said, with The Flash, people are people them. are on both sides of it. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's it depends what you're looking for. Yeah. And DC's kind of a weird in a weird place right now. But I, I think uh, Marvel has the opportunity to see what what worked, what didn't work, and now mm. what they have to adjust. The, the level of comedy, they need to bring a little bit of serious yeah, to it. Where to get, DC needed to get a little bit more comedy and a little less serious, yeah. now it's the opposite. Right. I think Marvel needs to reel it back in. Marvel needs to get back to the first Avengers. No. Not the characters, but that Watch, level. Like, these people need to, and they, they, well, Marvel for sure knows all about it because they, it's their property, is what they did to Andor, the, the series. That mm. Star Wars series oh, I didn't see is that. super intelligent. Unbelievably oh, really? smart. Wow. They got one of the best screenwriters in the world, the guy who wrote Michael uh, Clayton, Tony Gilroy, to come in, and him and his brother took that series over, and they took it super serious, and they cast all British actors, mm. and there is zero comedy. Maybe a quip here and there, but other yeah. than that, it is a serious fucking, ah. this is the end of the world, and this is what we have to fucking do to keep evil from winning type of series. Wow. And I think they need to bring that into the, the universe. I am still excited about the Joker sequel that they're going to come. I think it's going to be wacky enough that it's going to be a, a, a cool kind I'm of... I'm interested to see it. I, I think it's going to be a cool it, element that they're going to use it, in their arsenal. It turns me off that it's going to be a musical. Yeah, I, I think it, I think th- that's loosely. They know who their audience is, and they know that they. it's a very uh, slippery slope. I fucking slope. hope so. It's a very slippery slope to uh, kind of take that into. Yeah, I can see because of like the light that you know they... like Literally, the light that they used to film the first one in... Um, I can see them putting in some like dance numbers and shit, yeah. you know, like set to music. Um, I think it's going to be a lot more simple and it's going to be a lot. If, if they go dark on what needs to be dark, yeah. I think people will forgive anything yeah. in, in it. So I'm very interested for sure. All right. I'm going to go into my next one here. Let me pull up my list. I was on the wrong uh, list here. Okay. Let's make sure I get one here. All right. I am. I have never seen this movie before. It's a sequel to one of my favorite movies of all time, and I said, "Fuck it, I'm going to give it a watch." And not only did I like it, I ordered the set that included uh, number two, three, and four. So wow. let's let's think. What could that possibly be? I know, it has two, three, and four in it. 1996, Tremors two, Aftershock. Fuck yeah! Fucking loved it, That's dude. Great, I dude. can't believe I loved it. I now, was like, "This movie is going to suck ass." Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, it, it would have been a completely different movie if it wasn't Michael Gross and uh, Fred Ward coming back for it. My Michael Gross owned this fucking movie. You'll have to remind me. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen all of them, except for like the yeah. last couple, uh, like that came out in the last mm-hmm. couple of years. No, I can. But I think I've seen up through four or five. Basically, they got uh, they got everyone back, but uh, well, no. They, Is this where they're down in Arizona? They're down in Mexico. Mexico, yeah, 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 down yeah, in Mexico. yeah, yeah. And they hired the uh, Bert. Yeah, they, the graboids are killing all the workers down there, so they hire uh, Fred Ward first yeah. to go down there. Mm-hmm. And Fred Ward has this really kind of uh, uh, big old truck. Uh, He's got a, uh, well, no, Fred Ward has just a regular truck, and he has this really ambitious kind of guy with him in his 20s. I'm not sure who he was. He was on other stuff, but he was good. He was a good kind of comic relief next to Fred Ward during the whole thing. But then shortly after getting down there, Fred Ward realizes that shit's gone kind of haywire, and they need to get back up. And that's when you you see the uh, phone call being made to uh, to Michael Gross. That's right. And he gets up, and he is all for it. He's, He's already living like... He he needs something to go fight, kind of conspiracy 
experienced guy, so he is on the first truck down there with as much dynamite that he can pack into it and guns and everything. And yeah. he is exactly what you want him to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he has some of the best one-liners that you've ever heard in your fucking They have life. a competition about who can kill the most, right? Yeah, at some point. They, they're, they're doing that rock, paper, scissors, same thing yeah, from the first yeah, yeah. one, but the other kid doesn't know how it works. Yeah, um, Christopher Garton. <laughs> yeah, he was is, funny as hell yeah. in it. The girl they got was really good in it, but... And then they did this whole evolution with the Graboids that now one of them explodes and it becomes these little Graboid creatures that are on the surface and they almost look like, I guess, big chickens maybe kind or something of. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've they're got their two feet, but they... Uh, they're heat sensitive yeah. at this point. It's not a underneath the ground thing. Right. So it takes it in this whole different element. Like at one point they wrap Remo Williams in uh, these Cold. blankets. And yeah. They, they, fire they put fire extinguisher all yeah. over him. And he's got to go in there and walk by him to get the truck yeah. to get back. And oh God, it was a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. Man. I've, I've forgotten about fun. that. Yeah. That is a really fun and, one. It's dude. so cheap to get all four of them on like uh, in one set. It's like five bucks to get yeah. all four of them. That's awesome. It's like not just disc only. <laughs> The, the whole all. thing. Case That's and awesome. all. So I have it showing up probably in the next couple weeks or something like that. Now, so. it may be three where this happens, but isn't there a point where they like basically start farting fire and it's like boosts them? Oh, that part's not in here. I'm, I'm oh, looking forward well, to that. You three, got though. something to look forward to then because <laughs> it, that's where it goes. I. I know we lose Fred Ward, I think, in the third one, but Michael Gross stays the whole time. I think he and does, d- yeah. And he was so good in two that he could carry it for me. Yeah, so, so I'm all about it. I'm, I'm, Fuck yes. I love it. Give it a, another shot. If you people out there that are like me that was, that was like skeptical about the sequel, I can't speak for three or four, but two, two was worth a watch, man. It was Hell worth yeah. a watch. That's great, sure. dude. Um, oh. So now this is one that you've seen more recently than I have. Oh, good. So I'm kind of piggybacking on your experience all here. Right. You can do that. The Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 I fucking it made love... My de- it made my decent list, but I didn't grow up with it like yeah. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought it was fun. I thought it was amazingly cast. That's what I. That's I the mean, main thing to the, me. The, is the unbelievable cast to get Diedrich Bader as Jethro. Uh, what's her name as uh, Ellie Mae? Erica. Was, Erica Leniak, who was yeah. unbelievably like the flavor of the month at that time because she had done Under Siege. Uh, and she was in, oh, she was okay. in Playboy twice, and then she did Baywatch. So she was like really popular at that time. Uh-huh. Uh, to get uh, what's a, her name? Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman to play Grandma. Granny. Oh she my was God! Born wasn't she that. great, dude? Her, her and uh, I was going to say Jim Ernest. Barney. Jim Barney yeah. were made for that role. Absolutely, fucking lutely uh, they were. They dude. were so made for that role. Yeah, and. Same with uh, same with uh, Dabney Coleman and what's her name? Leah Thompson. Uh, li- uh, no, Leah Thompson was great though. Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Uh, because if you go back and you watch that old sitcom, that what who is uh, um, what's his name's character's name? Mister Cartwright or something? Uh, Dryburn? Drysdale? Drysdale. Yeah, that's Dabney Coleman. Drysdale and what's Lily Tomlin's? Miss Jane Hathaway. Yeah. Oh God, those characters in the original. If you go back and watch, it, they look like they stepped off the screen and just became uh, Lily Tomlin. Blues in this. My boy Blue. Yeah. <laughs> He's Reverend Mason. That's funny. Yeah. Who else is in this? Someone else famous uh, in this? Let's I, see. I think it's got a couple. Cameos. Rob Schneider's in it. Rob Schneider. Yeah. That motherfucker's taking a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton's in it. Dolly Parton playing herself. Um, it says Buddy Ibsen's in it, but you know the original. Oh yeah, yeah. Jed he must Clampett. be just some in the background. He's Barnaby Jones. Oh okay. Um, yeah. Tell us what you love love about this movie. Did you see it in the theater? 
I don't know. I think I may have, but I honestly don't remember. Um, let me see. When did this come out? It's got to be 96, yeah, it's gone, 93 see. maybe? Maybe 90, 93. 93. Yeah. Woo. Got on the second shot. Yeah. I don't know if I saw this in, in the theaters, but... This I mean, was at the time period where they were doing this with all of those properties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like this the is Adams when Brady, Brady Bunch came back and they nailed the Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah. That was fun, I mean, too. Even two was The second decent. one. I was about to say, the second one wasn't bad. Not as good as the first, but I yeah. love the original Brady Bunch movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, it helps that I'm a huge... It, it's a weird thing. People find out about me and they're like, really? I'm am like, I going to have to like quit a, this huge, I'm a, Not only am I a huge Brady Bunch fan, I can talk about every single episode. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> In depth. My cousin yeah. can do it too. We sometimes will sit and we'll talk about, Hey, what we'll... were Brady brunch episode three thirty seven? <laughs> yeah. I do. I didn't like that one. <laughs> uh, silly boy. There was no three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, fucking great. So yeah, so they did this to a lot of those properties. Yeah. I think it's just a cheap way. They already own it. So yeah. that they were just like, let's bring people in that are great for it. And at that time we were all for it because we were still kids that, kind of watch those shows yeah like if you did it now kids would be like what the fuck is this yeah and that's the thing is <laughs> Dennis I, the Menace was another one yeah absolutely that one was really with um well they cast that well too Walter Matthau yeah, and you, Christopher Lloyd I mean Walter Matthau girl. as fucking uh, Mr. Wilson are you kidding yeah. me of course anytime uh, my girl like sees an apple or something she goes apple is that you, from Dennis what, Menace yeah because that's when Christopher Lloyd sticks the switchblade in the apple and takes it from the kid interesting I haven't seen it know? forever yeah I need to rewatch that yeah but um dude I mean so I watched the Beverly Hillbillies show every now and again when yeah. I was a little kid mm-hmm. when I was staying with my grandparents. It was you know? black and white, so it was yeah, one of those so things that, yeah. It was Nick at Night. I, yeah. We always watched Nick at Night when I was a kid before sure. I'd go to bed over there, you know? And so I had a good, solid foundation of this when of it came out. who these are. Yeah, yeah, you know? So when it came out, I didn't remember all the episodes or anything like oh, yeah. that, but I knew all the characters. Yeah. And so to see them, my favorite scene, is when they're on the interstate mm-hmm. driving to LA, you know, and the the guy pulls up alongside of him, you know, and he pulls out like, well, first of all, I think they give the California howdy first, right? Yeah. Somebody flicks them off mm-hmm. and they're like, why, what's he doing? You know, and, and one of them says, well, I reckon that's how they say howdy around here. So every person they see they're all piled into this car, which is an old school, like probably 1930s car, you know, and every person they see, they say, howdy y'all. And they (laughs) flick them all off, you know? And so go ahead. Yeah. So shortly after that, they're still on the interstate and somebody like, I guess they cut them off or something like that. And they pull around to the side of them and the guy pulls out and he's got like a 45 or a nine millimeter something. He's got a handgun, you know? And sticks uh, it out sideways. Yeah, yeah, sticks it out to him, you know, and Jim Varney just goes, Well, that's real nice. And he like kicks off the shoulder blanket that he's wearing yeah. and stands up and fucking aims a double barrel shotgun yeah. right at the guy and he goes, This here's what I carry, you know. <laughs> and the guy just pulls the gun back in the window and says, Go, 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 go. That and then and then when they get to the mansion, yeah, and Ellie Mae is swimming with all the animals, you know what I mean? Like it's literally in the cement pond, is what they call it. The, you know, the fish out of water really rarely disappoints when it's done really well, and I think that's the reason the Brady Bunch worked so well too. That they were still acted like they did in the old show, yep. But when they went to school, no one else did, yeah. And they were like, "Who the fuck is this weird family?" And it, that's kind of what goes on here. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, these guys have been in the woods their whole life." 
life. They yep. don't know how anything works, yep. but they're rich. So who gives a fuck? We'll let them do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And now. And Jethro too. I love him working himself as, I, I think I'll be vice president. Yeah. I think right. I will. I he's, think I will he's be. He's got commercials he makes and yeah. shit. And, and uh, Dabney Coleman's like losing his shit. He's like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. But they, like, he's going to lose his job if they don't have the account. Uh, you Dabney know? Coleman's character in the original was all about sucking up, up and kissing ass to the, uh, to the uh, Beverly Hillbillies, uh, no matter the Clampets, uh, yeah. no matter what the situation is. And it kind of carried over it really well to yeah. this too. Um, and so then... Um, the Leah Thompson character. Leah yeah. Thompson, I'm telling you that. I love her in this too. I love the accent she does. That French accent. French, yeah. I was like, how the fuck? She must... She almost uh, is believable as being French. Almost. Yeah. I, I, and I've said the joke before, but my favorite joke in that movie mm-hmm. is when she's talking to Jim Varney and, you know, she says... A penis is hard to find. <laughs> and he, you know, and he's like a good old country boy raised right. You don't say something like that. And he looks at her and he says, excuse me. And she says, a penis is hard to find. And he goes, oh, happiness. You mean <laughs> happiness. You know, like that is such a fucking uh, funny joke to me, you know. And she was great in that role, man. I love. Oh, yeah. That. Well, and remember her. And- Who was the guy with her? What's his name? Uh, Rob Schneider. Oh, Rob Schneider. That's Rob right. Schneider That's right. worked at the bank. That's right. And it, they were going to try because they said, oh, he's got more money than he knows what to do with. And yeah. she says, well, we'll just help him find you know, what to do with yeah. it. So she's going to marry Jed Clampett so that she can either kill him or divorce him yeah. and get the money. And so she's trying to work her way in. She's not even French. Yeah, no, no. She's not even French. No, they're con artists. Yeah, basically. you know. And Which she's, is perfect. That's yeah. what you want. And so she's trying to work her way into the Clampett family, you know. And there's all kinds of stuff. Like, I don't remember the specifics, but I remember she sits down to have dinner with them. And it's it's roadkill stew. You know, uh, yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. where did you get this? And he's like, oh, we just found it on the side oh, of the yeah. road a couple hours ago. You know, Vittles. That's where I did. That's, that's where I learned is. the word Vittles yeah. was from Beverly Hillbillies so back great, in the day. Dude. And, uh, I remember yeah. saying it to my mom, what what kind of Vittles we have for dinner? That's it's like, well, you've awesome. been watching Beverly Hillbillies, have yeah. you? <laughs> you know, and I don't think Dabney Coleman was the bad guy in this. No, he was he was he was somewhat of an adversary, but he still wanted them to do well because if he did well, they did well. Right. But then and then Lily Tomlin like had their back. Yeah. She was like on their side 100 percent yeah. crazy know? character in that too man. Oh, so, dude. it was it, fun it, it was, was fun. a lot of fun dude. but i could definitely tell you, you you're you're gonna like it even more if you grew up with it and even more if you watched the beverly the movie itself yeah. back when you were i kid. haven't seen it since yeah. then oh you yeah know give it I mean? a rewatch like, man you'll probably still remember that much of you'll it. probably be nostalgic as hell over it yeah. too all right my next movie and this is a movie i think i might have mentioned one other time on here and i just recently watched it it is batshit crazy man <laughs> and i love the director toby hooper and i'll tell you a bunch of his other movies so you'll know who i'm talking about and this is 1976 eaten alive hmm. a lot of people haven't seen this movie i've never met anyone who's seen it i don't think my cousin's seen it it's a horror movie so that, that's a that's a big statement maybe he's seen it because i i kind of want to give him credit for it because he almost has seen everything yeah but it's Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper, everyone knows as the director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay. Then later on, he went to direct Funhouse. He directed Life Force. He directed Poltergeist. Oh, wow. Uh, he directed The Mangler later in his career and everything. Yeah, and then he yeah, kind of yeah. phased out after that. And then he died. He uh, died a little bit younger than he probably should have. And I always loved his early stuff, man. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, to me, just looked like it was just amazing. And this was done right after... Texas Chainsaw Massacre and right before and he also did uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 which is a big big movie for him I, I, I should mention that because it, a lot of people will argue that it, they even like it more than the first one because it is bat shit crazy 
And you watch this movie and you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, if you watch those both, you can kind of see the argument of Poltergeist being more directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh Because I... I think it was more of a collaboration than most people think of. People want to claim that one person did it and the other person did it, where I think it's a collaboration. Because Toby Hooper, he did a Beatrice from Mars also. He's batshit crazy with his <laughs> with his uh with the way he has scenes going out and everything. And I think Spielberg reeling him in to be a more family friendly kind of product really helped him to do poltergeist. I think it really did involve both of them. But eaten alive, all right. <laughs> so, like I said, this is batshit crazy. So, it's in Texas, there, and it was filmed all in a studio, and they fucked with the lights. There were scenes that were completely red through the whole thing. There's like three locations. There's this hotel. I'm going to read you the synopsis. The synopsis is one of the best, like, clear-cut synopsis you'll ever see for, uh, for a film here. So, eaten alive. A psychotic redneck who owns a dilapidated hotel in rural East Texas kills various people who upset him or his business, and he feeds their bodies to a large crocodile that he keeps as a pet in the swamp beside his hotel. I'm in. It's fucking great. I'm fucking in, It's fucking great, and it's campy, and it's weird, and all the characters in it are weirdos. The uh, uh, William, I always forget his last name, but he's the main guy from Phantom of the Paradise, and he is a weird dude, man. He's kind of like Crispin Glover of the 70s, Uh. and he comes in as this father that brings his wife and daughter there, and the daughter's all in makeup, and she takes the makeup off and the hair, and it's, it's the main blonde from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So she spends a lot of the movie screaming and yelling and everything. The main guy, he he was a real deal actor and did a lot of movies in like the 40s and the 50s and now he's older at this point and he grew his hair out and he just plays a crazy batshit dude uh and he's really great in it so basically that's what it is also robert england is in this really young really? robert england the youngest i've ever seen him 76 huh. so it was it was eight years before freddy krueger and what was also interesting after a rewatch at the very beginning he's at a brothel and he he gets this one girl uh, that uh, he he wants to have anal sex with her and she doesn't want to have it so they they she passes on him and it goes to him uh, taking these other two girls uh, uh, and there's a great line though when he goes in there and his name is Buck and he says my name's Buck and I'm here to fuck no and shit. I was like holy shit Quentin got wow. that line from eating alive that's crazy it's an homage I'm sure yeah but it's it, it's really funny that uh, Quentin must have watched eating alive yeah. in the 70s which was his era and everything and loved that line isn't that something it's so it's really funny that he used that line and so that girl ends up going to the hotel where the crocodile is. And that's where we see uh, he freaks out. Like he, like the synopsis says, any any reason to kill somebody he uses, really. Yeah. When she comes in, he's like, I've seen you at that whorehouse. We have no whores here and everything. And he's attacking her. Kills her. Just feeds her to the, the crocodile. Wow. The crocodile, eats, the crocodile eats like seven people in this whole fucking movie. Awesome. And then, then a couple shows up. Like I said, it was that weird guy. And uh, he had his wife and his daughter. And the daughter was the little girl from the original halloween that uh oh. remember jamie lee curtis says run to the neighbor's yeah, house yeah. you'll be safe and later on she's in the new halloween she's actually got a major role in that last trilogy that just came out yeah. as an adult interesting uh but she was in eaten alive and uh, 
most of the movie, she runs away from him at some point where he tries to kill her and she's under the house, like kind of near the uh, crocodile and kind of not and everything. So it's just about him killing people with this huge scythe. It's like this huge wooden piece and it's got that crazy scythe and he sticks it through people's heads and just tips them over and feeds them to the crocodile, man. But he's talking to himself through the whole movie. He's a weirdo, dude. And it's fun, man. It's it's a wild, it's kind of what you want any 70s weird kind of campy horror movie to be. Yeah. Check it out. I think it's a little bit, it might actually be on Tubi now that I uh, think about it, but uh, a few years ago when I got it, it was available nowhere and I just found it. Uh, I just happened to find it and realized that was an early Toby Hooper film, so I took a chance and bought it. Hell yeah. Loved it. So that's my my latest movie that I'm trying to pimp out to movie fans that they might not have seen is Eaten Alive, so check it out. Hell yeah. Really good. All right, final one. What you got? All right. This one's a fun one, dude. Um, Ryan Reynolds in Free Guy. Free guy. I've never seen it. I hear good things and I've heard bad things. It's, it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's, I know it was on Netflix and it got a, it, it had a big weekend when it first came out and then it kind of died off after that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know the fact that he, he plays just like a, a, a background character in a video game. Yeah. He's yeah. an NPC. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't even know they have a term for it. Yeah. Non, uh, what is it? Non player, non something combatant. I okay. can't remember what it stands for. Um, and oh man, where but is basically that guy on the street during Grand Theft Auto? Why exactly. Everything else yeah, is that, that like you can kill. So yeah, he just he, him and um, Lil Rel Howery. Yeah, Lil you Rel. know, I know Lil Rel. Yeah, from Get uh, Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they're best friends. Yeah, and he's perfect for that role in the video game. You know, but it's it's real life to them. Like it's. I've actually heard the one complaint of this is that Ryan Reynolds is almost too good looking for the role. Interesting. That he's too much of a star. If they really wanted to do it, they should have done it with like kind of a uh, more of a nobody looking dude. Me. Yeah. It should have done <laughs> yeah. it with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying, yeah. Rick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. Um, um, so, he, but, you know, while, while you're looking at this, you know, while you're watching the movie, you're watching the inside of the game and he looks just like a normal person, you know, so like he's not computer generated, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and him and Lil Rel, they work at a bank and one of the missions in the game is to come in and rob the bank. So anytime they're in the bank, somebody comes in to rob the fucking bank, you know, but they all just like have done this so many times that the person comes in, they have the gun, they get down, Lil Rel takes off his security belt, tosses it over, you know, and it's, it's just a part of their day, you know? Um, it's clever. I mean, the, the idea, the concept is clever. Yeah. Um, like, so his life is, is he wakes up in the morning, he goes and has his coffee, he goes and meets Lil Rel, yeah. he goes to the bank, he comes home. Almost like Groundhog's Day or a Truman Show type of kind of. Yeah. Um, except. Uh, one Are they day- aware? Of what's going on? That they're in a game? That they're in a Not game? at all. Okay. They, they comp- does that play into the, uh, the, it does. the plot? It um, does. Until, yeah, because eventually he finds out that, like, not only is his life a video game, Meaningless. He's, he's an NPC. I'm like, like yeah, he, has, yeah. he has no purpose. It's like Danny DeVito and Twins finding out, wait, I'm the shit? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know. Um, and one day, as they're just going through their normal routine, um he sees this one really pretty girl because he always talks about like, oh, I have these hopes and these dreams, you know, but today's a good day, you know. Um, And so she walks by and he like makes eye contact with her because you know how like the new, um, like Ready Player One and the new Apple stuff that just came out, it's like the goggles. Um, In the game, it's sunglasses, Okay, you know, Um, and you don't talk to the sunglass people. That's that's like their rule, rule. you know. Um, 
And she walks by with sunglasses and he somehow like makes eye contact with her. And then the next day it happens again and he like remembers her. So he goes to try and catch her to talk to her and he's an NPC. He's not supposed to do that, you know, but this game is like AI, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like getting smarter and smarter and smarter. In real life, do you know who Joe Keery from, um, he's from Stranger Things? Uh, He's the teenage, he's the older guy that's... The, the guy that looks like a Russian? Top right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Definitely. Um, He's so, the one that's in, in all the scenes with Uma Thurman's uh, daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they work at the video store together. And then, yes. Yeah. Um, and then Jodie Comer, um, she's the character that Ryan Reynolds sees. <laughs> Let me see. Let me yeah, see go better. for it. Um, but in real life, those two are the ones who designed the game. And then, what's the guy... Uh, that Tiki Watiti? Yeah, thank you. I was going to say, hello, Doug. Um, <laughs> uh, I know Jody Cormer from something, too. I'm not sure what I know her from. John Krasinski's in this. Yeah, there's a lot of people in this fucking movie. It must be a lot of cameos. And yeah, shit. yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, it's a really fun movie. Yeah. He basically becomes self-aware, mm-hmm. and he lets the whole video game know what's going on. And so like, it's got some Truman Show components. It's got some Matrix components. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And dude... It must have been an easy pitch. Well, if you're running rentals and you're walking in anything, they were like... Yeah, they're oh, like, sure. Here's the check. Just yeah, Write exactly. your amount in the spot. There's, <laughs> there's a couple of really cool Easter eggs in this. Um, because it's a video game, yeah. you know, and you can buy all kinds of things in video games. Now. Yeah, I bet video game fans probably love it, dude. I don't. I haven't played modern video games, so I have no clue. This is kind of a spoiler. It's an Easter egg spoiler. Okay. You can um, you can tell me. Okay, yeah. it's been out forever. So. Yeah, okay. I mean, good. it's been out for years. At one point, he's fighting like a larger version of him that they've designed mm-hmm. to take him out, nice. so that they can then control his character mm-hmm. because he's gotten all this clout. Nice. Um, and he's fighting this guy. And he fucking pulls out a lightsaber and starts fighting him and he loses the lightsaber and the guy goes to punch him and he pulls out Captain America's shield (laughs) and the guy fucking hits the shield and blocks it. And the movie cuts to Chris Evans watching the game and he just goes, what the fuck? You know what I mean? (laughs) And like, so there's all these little cameos like that. And it's dude, it's a really fun movie. That's fun. It's a little sappy here and there, but it's. It's Ready Player One, but more of kind of a comedy, yeah. you know? Um, it sounds like Netflix was like, oh, we could give this to Sandler, but I don't know, man. Yeah. Can, we, can we give it to somebody yeah. else? Because it yeah. sounds like it could be Samuel, Sandler and his boys doing it, like how Pixels Probably, is, yeah. Uh, ty- type of thing. Too. Yeah. Um, I think Sandler, I, I, I'm still... I'm still waiting for Sandler. I'm hoping that this uh, the Safadi Brothers movie that they're doing now, the guys who did Good Time and Uncut Gems, yeah. are doing a new movie with him. Oh, really? And uh, he's the main star of it, and it's supposed to be big. Those guys are huge now. So I'm hoping that they, and he's the main Safadi Brothers, also an actor who's in Oppenheimer. So they got a lot wow. of uh, Yeah, they're trying to get Sandler the fire Oscar. Here. Yeah, he should have got it for Uncut Gems. He should have. That he was fucking. They didn't get it. He didn't get nominated, I dude. Know. Yeah, that was a fucking travesty. I love Looking the, back, people are gonna realize how great of a role that was in Uncut Gems that he did. Absolutely. You know, dude. that's not an easy role for someone who does not do that shit. Yeah. That's the only time he's come close to that before was Punch Drunk Love. 
I've never seen that. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's I've good. heard it's great. Yeah, I've it's always great. heard it's great. Yeah, it's, I just it's Paul Thomas Anderson. Man. I just it's really good. I've also heard that it's like sad, and, and you get of, to see it's not it's, that's not really sad. Yeah, uh, you get to see Philip Seymour Hoffman be a, a, oh, cool. a fucking like scumbag in it, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. I have to rewatch it myself. I haven't seen it in like twenty years, but I remember loving it. Hell yeah! I'll definitely yeah, check this out. Free guy, it's fun. Yeah, it seems like one of those fun ones. All right, my last one, and Justin will be familiar with this. Sweet, and this made my it, it made my decent list, but it could it, on a couple of viewings it probably make my very good list. And that is Jim Cotta. Fuck yes, dude! <laughs> Finally watched Jim Cotta. It's been on my list for a while. It seems like a canon film, but it is actually not a canon film. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it, it it really does seem like a canon film. And when I was watching it, when I was thinking through the whole thing, it's it's directed by the same guy who did. Uh, uh, Enter the Dragon. Same guy who made Enter the Dragon. Okay, remember, and, I told you last time I saw you, that's what it's when like. I, when I was watching it, I was like, if they, and because it's the only downside to the whole film, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is the actor they got. Yeah. I mean, he, he's not an actor. He's a gymnast. He's a they, gymnast. they wanted to design something down. It didn't, it reminiscent to a perfect weapon in that way because yeah. they brought him in there. Oh, what's his, what's Jeff his name? Jeff Speedman. They yeah. brought him in there and the, the movie's good, but he's not a big enough star to make it work. Yeah. And that was the only problem with this. And I said to uh, my wife when I was watching this, I said, I said, if they had cast Bruce Lee in this, this would have been the second best Bruce Lee movie ever. I'm not going to go above Enter the Dragon, but sure. it would have been the second best Bruce Lee movie ever yeah. because he can pull that shit off. Yeah. I, I like the idea behind it. I mean, and obviously the 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 two cheesy scenes is trying to work a pummel horse into the middle of the town. Uh, Which is the great, town. though. It's still <laughs> funny and all, but if it was Bruce Lee, they yeah. would they would have killed that. They it would have been nunchucks. It would have been nunchucks yep. or it would have been his fists and he yeah. would have taken them all out and it would have been fun as hell, man. Yeah. And even still, it, it had one of those classic 80s, you know, the, you've got the, uh, and that girl from it, uh, she's a uh, Playboy model. Oh, really? Yeah, you can check her up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she was all right in it, you know? She she wasn't a great actress in it, but I, there wasn't any good acting in the whole movie. No. I mean, maybe no. her father in the whole movie had a couple, the guy with the mustache had a couple uh, good lines here and there, but it was basically showing off this main guy. Do, do we know his name? I'm trying to find okay. it. Was it... Uh, was he Hal? Was that his name? Hal? H-A-O? H-A-O? Yeah, it could be Conan Lee. The main dude. It's definitely the main dude. Let me look up here. Is it Richard here. Norton? Zamir? He looks like he's no, a bad guy. No, it's Kurt guy. Thomas. That oh. is the main guy. Let's see. Kurt Thomas oh. is the main guy. Okay. Yeah, he's an Olympic uh, guy. He, he's definitely capable and everything. But the, the idea that they had to work in, you know, like that branch across the trees yeah. for him to be able to go up and uh, reach and kick. And I could see how you had a lot of affinity for this. Because if I watched this back then, like right along with American Ninja yeah. or or any of those movies, Absolutely. like A Perfect Weapon. This was that I, it, time it, in it was my that, life. Yeah, definitely yeah. with American Ninja. This could have been played right after American Ninja. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't come across this back in the day. Yeah. Because I was an HBO, Showtime, Movie Channel, Cinemax. We had them all, and I loved them. I, the only thing I ever saw this on was VHS. That's probably why. You know, it probably I didn't go on any of I never saw it on, on TV yeah. ever. Um, as a matter of fact, I think I only maybe saw this movie like three times. Let me you see know? what it's It was probably all in the same weekend. And I, I, well, I watched it once recently, like, and I say recently, probably two, three years ago. Um, you know, but like, this was that time in my life, and so... This is rentable for two ninety nine on Apple, but it's not streaming anywhere. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm glad not I got surprised. a DVD of it. Yeah, I'm uh, really surprised you did. Yeah, it's like, one of those ones that I saw and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I probably wouldn't even have known about it. You were the person that brought it to my attention. I, it amazed. I'm wondering me. if my cousin knows about it. I'm gonna have to ask him. It amazed me because honestly, 
my brother, myself, and this guy named Savitar, who was there that watched us with it that, that weekend, like... You're the only people you know. Ever. I've seen it. And yet... I'm like that with Remo Williams with anybody. You're like, never heard of Remo Williams? Yeah. I said, how the fuck is that? People right. know that. Yet, um, Family Guy did a whole yeah. scene yeah. spoofing Jim Cotta. Loved like, it. Like, I couldn't That's fucking believe obscure. it when I saw that, you, you know? Yeah, like, you and five other people in the world knew that I'm what that was I'm telling you, from. dude. Yeah, it was fucking crazy, so... Yeah, it was a fun movie. It was fun. Yeah. I really, really did enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, all those canon films automatically go onto my decent li- uh, yeah. list. because or canon-type films. Uh, canon-type films, yeah. are for sure. Definitely go on my decent list because it's so nostalgic, and I, I like cheese, man. I like cheese in movies. It's it's cringeworthy when it's done in modern movies. When it's done in old movies, man, you're, you're you like, these guys it. are out there trying to make something happen. Exactly. You know, I, I can appreciate that. This was that. the front line Th- This is the time. best time this motherfucker had. He thought he was going to be a fucking superhero, yeah. man. And it turned out it didn't work out. I hope he invested his money wisely. Yeah. And that's where it goes from there. I'm sure he had a great life and he did a lot of training for whatever or yeah. something. But it was a fun movie. I liked it. It I was. It. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our Not wild a good movie, card. but a fun Not movie. Not a good movie, but a fun <laughs> movie. Yeah, we, we definitely kind of. Yeah. A lot of our movies could fall into that category. <laughs> I guess we should put that as our yeah. tier. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. Eat Alive. Fun yeah. movie. I don't know if you're going to. Yeah. It's not going to win any awards. But you do get to see Robert England kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's our wild card. Me and Dave are going to come one, uh, come and do one uh, for us next. I think I'm going to drive to him on the farm, and we're going to do it. And uh, or if I can talk him to getting over here, I maybe. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do a wild card, and then me and Justin are going to bust back into some uh, uh, some Tubi. Tubi brought a whole bunch of new movies in there, and and busted and left a whole bunch of them on the floor. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad we got to a lot of them. Like some of the ones we we already reviewed. Uh, oh like, really? Uh, Delirious is gone. Really? Uh, there was another one. Me and Dave were going to do Colors, and then it left. All, wow. all of a sudden, I was like, oh, shit. That's why we ended up doing The Founder instead. Uh, definitely check out The Founder, people, man. It's, it's, a one, good of, pod, it's one of the better way. movies uh, on Tubi. I like it. Uh, but they get some popular stuff. I'm hoping by the next time we meet, I, I definitely, I can promise this, by the next time we meet, I'll be able to uh, review John Wick 4. Hell yeah. Because it's available to rent now. Awesome. And I've been meaning to, and I, I think on Friday, I'm going to rent that uh, Are You There God, It's Me, Margaret, because my uh-huh. wife has been dying to see it. And it's got great reviews. Uh, and it's... I'm, very popular book. You've seen all of the John Wicks up to that point? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, I'll tell you, at this point in the series, mm-hmm. right, it's just the opposite of your Avatar experience. Oh, I thought you were going to say, it's animated. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the plot doesn't matter, but the visuals are amazing, yeah. even on your TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you I can know? watch fight sequences different. And, and something, one of my favorite uh, fighters in the world is in it. So yeah. that's all that matters oh, to dude, me. Oh, dude, he's so uh, great in I it, I love too. Donnie Yen, man. I don't uh, love Donnie That's it, another thing that I can thank. I'm pretty sure I found that out from you was about Ip Man. Yeah. And, dude. oh, God. I still I, own four and haven't watched it. I, I, uh, I haven't seen past two, but I, I just like... One and two are the best. Uh, oh, Three's yeah. really good, though. Three's the one with Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, and I, I, I don't know shit about four, but I saw it at Redbox for sale for three ninety nine. I was like, I'm buying it. Yeah. One day I'll, I'll put it in, and I'll, or I'll do a marathon is what I should do. So I'll, they'll all be my, familiar with me. But I love Donnie Yen. I loved him in Rogue One, one of the best characters in the last 20 years. Uh, was his character in Rogue One? He was blind. He was in Rogue blind, One. and he had like the Force, and but they don't come right out and say he has it. Yeah. He's a fucking badass. Man. Um, it's not a spoiler alert. He's blind in this one. Yeah, I knew that. And he's I think a I, I, I knew fucking that. badass. Yeah, I knew dude. that. So, and he's got a great sense of humor. Yeah, I love that about him. Yeah. So I'll be able to review that. I'll hold out that and review it with you. But if you want to uh, leave us a like or a comment on our, our two platforms, SoundCloud and iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. You can also visit our uh, Facebook page. We'll 
keep you updated on what episodes are about to drop or what just dropped. Or you can send us an email, fascinatingfilms at gmail.com, and we will get back to you. So until next week, see ya. Peace. And all women know, happiness is hard to find. Mm-hmm.